Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's talk football right now, though. Super wildcard weekend is coming up uh, starting on Saturday, three games Sunday. An additional three games as expanded playoffs are here, and here to talk about that, Solomon Wilcots, uh, Sirius XM, and Pro Football Focus. Solomon, thanks for the time. Good to talk to you again. Hey, Tim. Thanks for having me, and uh, great to be on with you. Yeah, all right. So uh, we'll get to the Green Bay Packers here in, in just a second, but um, – I, I do want to get your thoughts on these expanded playoffs. S- strange times, strange things. It's a little different for the NFL. Do you uh, do you sign on for this thing, the expanded playoffs, an additional team in? Oh, absolutely. I mean, hey, listen, you and I both know this is one step towards bigger goals, and we could find ourselves in a larger league with expansion down the road. But no, I'm I'm all for it. I mean, this is a great weekend. Um, as we head into the wild card weekend, um, you know, one team, the number one seed gets a bye, all the other six in each conference go at it. I call it a uh, double, triple header. We got, you know, three teams, three games, I should say, on Saturday, three games on Sunday. Um, I just absolutely love it. And I think it's going to be great for the fans. What the NFL has done with some of their, their changes and, and one of the, I mean, they expanded here, as, as we've discussed, but rule changes and, and things like that. One of the things that I really enjoy is that they didn't, they didn't have a problem admitting they made a mistake with the pass interference replay thing. I was very impressed with that, and it told me a lot about the NFL, Solomon. Oh, well, you know, I've known this for years, that they're about growth, they're about improving the product, and you don't. Um, you're not going to improve the product if you're not willing to take chances and move the needle. And sometimes you can move it maybe at the wrong time or maybe you move it too far. But if you don't move it at all, we know it won't get better. And so I I think it's okay to admit that you made some mistakes like you saw a few years ago with, you know, you just would breathe on a quarterback, right? And I remember them calling a Clay Matthews Jr. for a penalty that cost him a game. You know, you just can't do that. And I remember the midseason correcting it. They didn't wait for the offseason to correct it. It was midseason. They went to the official saying, listen, no, we can't be doing this. We're taking away competitive edge. And and they addressed it. So um, I've always been, you know, known them for being progressive enough to try to improve the game, but also understanding when they've gone too far and looking to correct the mistake immediately. Solomon, what – what team here 
is the the one to beat outside of Kansas City and Green Bay, the two the two teams that are just awaiting their 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 opponent for next week. And I take a look at a a team like the Buffalo Bills coming in scorching hot. Josh Allen takes a huge leap. I was doing a little investigating on Josh Allen Solomon, and back in high school, completion percentage of forty nine percent. He gets to Wyoming and then uh, goes to 56%. Not very impressive, honestly, uh, at those levels. Then you get into his third season here in the NFL, 69%. He is something short of amazing right now. I would be careful in that AFC, if, if I were the rest of them, about the Buffalo Bills. Your thoughts? Well, the Bills have won nine of their last ten games. The only game they lost in that stretch is the Hale Murray game to Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, a game that Josh Allen led him down the field for the game-winning touchdown, and, and then it took in Hale Murray to undo that. Other than that, they would have won 10 in a row to finish off the regular season. Over that 10-game stretch, they averaged almost 35 points per game. So, and the defense has gotten better with the likes of Tremont Edmonds coming back, um, you know, Mike Miliano's back in the lineup. So the defense is playing better during the last month of the season than they did at any point during the season, much like the defense that Sean McDermott built over the last two to three years. And so he built it with the defense first, found his quarterback in Josh Allen. And to your point, we I don't know that we've ever seen a quarterback improve in terms of the accuracy. And ball control, I think, is a better word for it because he's got complete command, complete control, and Brian Daybowl gives him complete command of this offense where he's making changes at the line of scrimmage. He's getting them into the right plays, and that's why they're able to leverage that knowledge and his ball control and accuracy to put more points on the board. They, To me, they are a juggernaut of a team entering the postseason. But I think you've got to pay attention to the Baltimore Ravens. They're angry. they got their swagger back. I think you got to watch them. If the Rams had quarterback play, I can tell you right now, their defense is good enough to win a championship. Right now, I'm questioning even Jared Goff. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I don't care who it is. Right now, they don't have the quarterback play that's good enough. So for me, the next best thing on the NFC side to challenge uh, Green Bay, it's going to either have to come from Seattle or from Tom Brady and the Bucks. And and you look at the Saints also, and and I can't discount Sean Payton and Drew Brees and their experience. At what point does does that go by the boards? Because the league is getting younger, and you know, much like radio, us dinosaurs, they want to move us out all the time. But yeah. um, you, you know, I mean, at some point, you have to respect that. Is that good enough to get on the deeper run for the Saints? I, I'm just, you know, if say like if they were a company, would you be buying or, or selling stock? Or would you just hold it, right? You're probably in a hold pattern yeah, because yeah. of Drew Brees, right? But this is a team that if they lose, for instance, uh, this weekend to the Bears, they will have lost a home game in the playoffs for three years in a row. Not just three years in a row got kicked out after winning four straight division titles. I mean, losing at home to the Rams at the end of 2018. Losing at home to the Vikings at the end of 2019. Now the Bears are coming in there. And so this is a team that doesn't play great in cold weather. They're going to have to go through Lambeau and not just play Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, but old man Winter has a way of having his say against dome teams, right, at this time of year. So that's why you didn't hear me mention uh, New Orleans Saints. 
Because even if they were hosting at home with a, with a crowd that would give them home field advantage over the last two years, that hasn't proven to work for the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, yeah. That, that leads me with Solomon Wilcott's Pro Football Focus, Sirius XM, to the Green Bay Packers. Solomon, I, 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 uh, I've, I've always been accused of, oh, you jinxed it, and uh, you shouldn't have been talking like that, and don't mention that because you're going to jinx them. The Green Bay Packers, and especially and namely Aaron Rodgers and their head coach, they are two of the most confident individuals I've seen in in the NFL in quite some time. It is truly amazing to watch Aaron Rodgers play football right now. Do you see it that way from the national side? Well, yeah. I, I mean, listen, they're I mean they're they're wonderful in terms of what they bring to our league. The amount of uh, it's must see T, must see TV. Excuse me. If any one of them are playing on television in prime time, it's what you want in a Super Bowl. Is what you want in big time games because both guys have the ability to deliver. You know, from a coach quarterback relationships in terms of what 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 they have working right now. It's I mean it's, it's what we all should hope for in all thirty two markets except you. You're not going to get that. And, oh, by the way, if the fans are giving you a hard time saying you jinx something, all you have to do is respond and say, I wish I had that kind of power because <laughs> I, would, exactly I would be using what I my do. powers for greater good, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. There would be a lot of solutions thrown out there for sure, especially what's going on these days. We'll have some fun here just a little bit. I was thinking about this uh, uh, over the weekend here. I call them, We always talk about the NBA's big three. What about the NFL's big three? You know, for example, like a um, a Troy, an Emmett, and a Michael. You know, the the triplets down there in Dallas. What about you know, like a Roger Craig and a Rice and a Montana? Um, you could go uh, Terry Bradshaw and Franco Harris and Lynn Swan. We're starting to see the ta- at least the talent level. Maybe not the longevity with an Aaron Jones, but if you look at the longevity of a Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, now spike in an Aaron Jones a little bit because Jones is pretty damn good. Where do they rank a little bit in general uh, on your big three? And are there other big threes for you that maybe maybe it was uh, Larry Zonka and you know Bob Greasy and who was catching passes down there from Miami I don't know Warfield or someone um do you have a big 3 in mind that 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 is pretty damn impressive well I, I, the game has changed a lot Tim and then, you know if you if you're talking big 3 what you're talking about is you know the the division of labor who are the top 3 most productive guys in the offense is helping to move the ball down the field and get it into the end zone on a consistent basis, down in and down out, game in and game out from year to year. And so you take a look at, say, the Kansas City Chiefs. That triplet is different. It's, it's Mahomes, it's, uh, it's Travis Kelsey, it's Tyreek Hill. Tight end factor in it. Uh, Brady was part of that. It was Brady, it was Gronk, it was Julian Edelman. You, the running back thing is not – I'm not here to diminish running backs. I think Matt LaFleur – has, has been very smart. I love their second-round pick. When they made that move to get A.J. Dillon, I knew what he was going after because he wanted to mimic what he, what he learned from the Shanahan's and what the 49ers did last year with their trio of running backs. They're, a lot of teams have gone away from a one-back system and moved to a three-back system. This ensures that you're always going to have at least one guy healthy. Um, why pay one guy 
all that money and try to get the production out of one guy when you don't know if he's going to be healthy from week to week, when you can divide up that labor amongst three guys, uh, Raheem Mostert, Matt Breida, and Tevin Coleman, all three combined for the Niners last year, had the same equal production running and catching the ball as Christian McCaffrey did in, um, in Carolina. Now, now Christian had carried that workload a year ago, but now he's not healthy. And that's, that's what we find. That's what the data supports, that when you put that workload on one guy, he might get through the one year, but trying to bounce back and have another year and have that yep. same production, it's unstable. You can't count on it. And so right now, when it comes to the Green Bay Packers, it's clearly Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and then the trio of running backs, like you saw week 16. It was A.J. Dillon breaking off the 41-yarder for a long run for a touchdown. One week it might be Aaron Jones. Another week it might be Jamal Williams. So it's, it's the quarterback, it's Devontae Adams, and it's the trio of running backs. It's the running back by committee that helps you to lead to a greater certainty of production from week to week because at least one of the three is going to be healthy. Yeah, that is a great point. I hadn't thought. I just always thought that the big three was running back, quarterback, and wide receiver. Super quick here. Uh, Ron Rivera uh, finds himself in the playoffs again. You, t- you talk about the running back by committee, and I think he started this whole two-headed monster thing and really ruined the world of fantasy football players because he had D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart, and that, and that was that. I- I'm afraid that might be coming at the quarterback position, maybe. Maybe because we saw him do a little shuffle there within game. We see down in Miami, Fitzpatrick and Tua, and that might be temporary. Really quick, do you ever see that happening in the NFL, the two-headed monster at quarterback? I think it's all temporary. You only can get away with it in a short dose, and that's because you're a good coach and you, you're convincing players to give up maybe individual stuff for the greater good, but it's only temporary. The rhythm and tempo – that works with a certain quarterback, and not to mention the ego, right? Um, that that's going to be that division of labor is going to rest with one person who has to emerge as a leader. But you got to do what you have to do for the moment just to get by. Yep, no doubt. Solomon Wilcox, Pro Football Focus, and Sirius XM. Solomon, always a pleasure, man. Nice talking football with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Keep up the great work. Take care. All right, you got it. There he is on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring right now, 844 Pride to go to schneiderjobs.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.